Welcome to Psalm 81. This psalm is said to be connected with the Feast of Tabernacles where the Israelites commemorated the wilderness journey and then they publicly read the law. Of course, this was a joyful occasion and was to be celebrated by the whole of the community. In the first few verses, the psalmist calls upon the people not only to celebrate but also to participate in this joyful celebration, celebrating their great deliverance from Egypt by the mighty hand of God. In verse 1, he says, Sing aloud to God, our strength, make a joyful shout to the God of Jacob. Now, if you notice those verses closely, you realize that the singing here is very loud. And if I may say, not just loud, but it is participatory in nature. You see, when I visit some churches, it is quite saddening to see that the singing is solely done by the choir and the congregation sits in complete silence. But believe me, it is truly a feeling when the entire congregation joins in praising the Lord and everybody sings to the Lord together. It is Charles Spurgeon who said, It is to be regretted that the niceties of modern singing frighten our congregations from joining lustily in the hymns of the church. There is, of course, indeed a place in our worship where we can sing loudly to our God Most High. And of course, the song is raised with skillfully played musical instruments. Asafia mentions three of them, the timbrel, the harp and the lute. In fact, the mention of timbrel suggests that the people danced while singing their praises to the Lord. Now, Asaf gives two reasons why they were together and celebrate such an occasion. First, he says, God has ordained it. It was a law established by God, so it was mandatory. Second, it was the time to express their gratitude to the Lord for his provisions, even as the community gathered together to celebrate God's goodness. But sadly enough, the more sophisticated we have become as a community, the less the celebrations have become too. But did you know, it would affect our community and our faith practices in the long run. You know, honestly, growing up in Delhi, I have seen my Hindu friends celebrate their festivals with pomp and show. For instance, the Shera and Diwali were quite an event every year. Around the Shera, the stories of the great fight between Rama and the ten-headed Ravana who abducted Rama's wife Sita were enacted in our streets, uh, most often times in our parks. And thereby, you know what happened? The stories of these two characters were etched in our memories. And of course, the burning of the Ravana was a scene we didn't want to miss. It was truly a sound and light show. What I mean is, festivals are a very important part of any community. Just look up the number of festivals God ordained for the people of Israel and you will soon realize how important they were in the life of the Israelites. It was a moment where the community as a whole celebrated the goodness of God in the past and also sang of his continued provision and security as well. You know what, next time you're around Easter, Good Friday, Christmas, do not sit around the house. Get together with the community for these are moments God give us to thank him as a community along with our children. These are moments to sing aloud and praise him for what he has done for each one of us. Now, of course, the first section of the psalm is a call to great grand celebration, but the following section, that is from verse 8 to 16, is a grim reminder. Asaf says, In spite of all that God did for his people, they would not listen to his word or do his will. Verse 11, he says, But my people would not heed my voice, and therefore God gives them over to their stubborn heart to walk in their counsel. You see, one of the greatest judgments God can bring us to is to simply leave us alone in our stubbornness and in our own foolishness. 
And from verses 13 to 16, Asaf ends with a sad note. He says, only if the people of God had obeyed, they would have experienced victory instead of defeat, fullness instead of emptiness, and the best instead of the worst. Yes, only if the people of God had obeyed, they would have experienced victory instead of defeat, fullness instead of emptiness, and best instead of the worst. They certainly could have looked back with rejoicing, but instead they had to remember their past with regret. So, let us not forget to celebrate God's goodness as our community. It is a wonderful time of remembering God's faithfulness over our lives. Second, let us walk in the ways of the Lord and do not be stubborn as the people of the old were. You see, one of God's painful judgment is to permit us to have our own way. And for a time, may I say, our way might seem nice, but we will only regret about it later. Shall we pray together? Heavenly Father, I pray that I may not make the same mistakes as your people Israel had made, but learn every lesson you would teach me from history. Help me to trust in your word as I look to Jesus, the author and the finisher of my faith. Also, dear Lord, help us to celebrate you, celebrate you as a community so that your deeds are proclaimed and thereby they are remembered as well. And this I ask in Jesus' name. Amen.